Thank you. Yes. So as you guys know, obviously we're Sun Control. We're shining light on Minnesota's our podcast. And for the viewers that are out at home that don't know, this is our episode two of season two. Um, we have some ladies here today that will hopefully be very insightful, bring joy to you, and I'll let you introduce themselves. Go ahead, Nancy. Okay. Hi. Um, thank you. It's yes. wonderful to be here with you. Thank you. Um, I'm Nancy O'Brien. I'm Hi. the co-founder of Experience Happiness. Wonderful. And I'm Deanna Hokinson, and I am a happiness practice facilitator. Outstanding. Thank you guys both for being here. So I've done a little bit of research because that's kind of my job when I go into these, not, not knowing everything that you guys do. So tell us maybe a little bit. We'll let you start first, Nancy, about where you or how you got started. Yeah, I mean, so thank you for that. Um, yeah. Not unlike any other entrepreneur yeah. or innovator, I, I needed something. You know, that wasn't available at the time. Right. So, you know, if we would have met 16 years ago, yeah. um, you would have said, Nancy, you're doing everything you're supposed to do to have a happy life. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, but quite frankly, I was suffering from suicidal ideation. Got it. And what I know now that I didn't know then is I was actually suffering from the 16 signs and symptoms of, of burnout. Got it. And if the Gallup well being indexed to core would have been out at the time, and it wasn't, I would have scored A plus on all five oh, indicators. Wow. Right? Yeah. And absolutely. flying around the globe doing yeah. customer and experience um, consulting and design, yeah. I am the, the, um, I'm so healthy, my physician didn't want to see me for five years. Okay. Um, I'm volunteer the decade at my kid's school. Outstanding, yes. I am, you know, traveling to Fiji for vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to a robust career early on at IBM, I've got a nice, you know, 401k and retirement plan. Yeah. And I got friends and family coming to the cabin every weekend. Perfect. And what more can you ask for? Uh-huh. And I was suffering. Mm-hmm. I was going to therapy. I was going to counseling. I was meditating. I was doing yoga. Um, and a one more person gave me a gratitude journal, there's going to be a situation. Right. And that's the stuff that people don't see that goes on behind the scenes. In your home, in your bedroom, wherever you're at, even at the office. And trying to let people know that it is out there and it's okay to talk about. And we'll kind of turn to you next, but all the steps that people can take and what the right routes are, what works best for them too is very important at this day and age with from young kids all the way up to yeah. high-end CEOs, yeah. healthcare mm-hmm. facilities, social workers, people working in cubicles, people in small businesses everywhere. Yeah, burnout's now the second pandemic. Absolutely. No one's exempt. Nope. And, um, you know, quite frankly, our mission and experience happiness is reduce suffering. Yes. So how long ago did you start? You're the co-founder of yeah. Experience Happiness. Yeah, now I can, the time flies. So 17 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, wow. Right. Amazing. Right. And, you know, we can say that we're the only organization that has a behavioral health solution that mm-hmm. measurably helps people reduce burnout yeah. and improve happiness. And then our return to happiness measurement systems helps us Amazing. link that to key performance indicators at the departmental organization. That might look like 
increased sales, yeah. increased engagement, right. inclusion, belonging, yeah. diversity, turnover, yeah. employee engagement, whatever it is. Whatever we, it may be. we tailor that to the organization. Perfect. So we're always managing mm-hmm. and measuring what matters to the organization. The organizations. That's that's really important. I mean, I know I've I've had a realm of jobs and having seven kids between my significant other and myself. I mean, you see it everywhere you go. I, it doesn't matter, like I just explained from the kids, um, having family members that are social workers, trauma centers, mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing, and I can't wait to learn more as we continue on the conversation. So, Deanna, tell us yeah. a little bit about your background and where you came from. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I have worked in healthcare for the last 23 years, okay. manufacturing for many years prior to that, mm-hmm. um, in the space of like helping to make healthcare work better, yeah. transformational ways of improving how healthcare works. Sure. And so a couple of years ago, I was um, fortunate to have uh, connected with Nancy through an initiative I was leading at Hennepin Healthcare. Wonderful. And we were um, going to be creating a new care model for patients with congestive heart failure. Sure. And another business Nancy is a part of is consulting and experience-based design. Okay. And so we contracted mm-hmm. with Dreambox to come in. And so we're working on building this new care model and it became evident rather quickly that one of the things that we needed to solve for not only for the congestive heart failure folks but for everybody in the ecosystem was to reduce burnout and stress and improve happiness and overall quality of life and so we actually we did a test of THP where I was educated, went through the program, Mm -hmm. and it's like, this is what we need. This is what we need. And so we built it as a part of the care model as well. That's important, especially in in the healthcare field, but in any field. So you mentioned THP. Tell myself and everybody else what THP is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so THP is the happiness practice, and it's a behavioral health solution that helps to uh, dial down that burnout and stress mm-hmm. and increase happiness at the same time. And as Nancy said, really works on, as you as you make those shifts, you also see improvements in other measures sure. that are important to your organization. Yeah. And it also has huge impact on personal life. Absolutely. Personal life imagine. is hugely improved. Yes. Well, you can imagine, I mean, I'm sure you guys seeing the growth and the change every day and just every job and every project that you have mm-hmm. would be a boost to them, but it's also to you, like, wow, I'm really making a difference. I'm yeah. really helping people. If it's even just one person at the organization or if it's 10, just seeing their growth, they're, mm-hmm. they're continuing, they're spreading it out. They're telling everybody, hey, you know, mm-hmm. look what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Well, because the happiness practice um, is not another thing to do. Right. It cultivates a new way of being by developing new neural pathways. Mm -hmm. So there are five principles of happiness that are learned and practiced each for 30 days because that's the time it takes our human system to create new neural neural pathways. pathways. And each of the five principles work on a different aspect of our brain. Sure. So even though you learn and practice 
the principles kind of in the order that I we will introduce them to to you. Okay. They work together in a system. So once you go through kind of this six-month experience of learning and practicing and basically changing your way of being from the yeah. inside out, it's how you are. It's like switching out your operating system. Got it. You know, and yeah. you're just more optimized. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're full, more fully present in your life experience, right. and you're using your internal guidance system to create conscious decisions Good. that amplify your happiness of yourself and others, yes. mm-hmm. as Which opposed to mm-hmm. dealing in the drama and the trauma. Yeah, you know that we often that get, lingers in the back end. Yes. Or it could just be there, and nobody knows it's yes. there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we started. You know, we started kind of developing this, and we started healing. Right. Which is like, how is this happening? No, (laughs) it was true, right? Bringing it home to your kids or whoever else, right? Well, because everything else we were doing was working. Yeah, right. And the thing is, burnout, um, depending on how many symptoms you have and how long you've had them Mm -hmm. and how pervasive they are, they can lead to pathology. But, you know... I'm I'm seeing a psychiatrist. I'm seeing a counselor, but I didn't have the pathology of you depression know, right. or anxiety. I was in burnout. Yeah, and you know, there's so much focus on mental health as it should be right now. Certainly, but you know, we're all probably on a spectrum of something. Yes. And yep. most of us will go undiagnosed right. and unmanaged. Yep. And if we wait for the healthcare systems to create access to mental health providers, yep. we're going to be waiting a good long time. Correct. So the nice thing about the happiness practice is it's a doorway anyone can step through yep. and you don't need a diagnosis. Perfect. And anyone can learn mm-hmm. to share the practice with others. We had high school students at Shakopee um, High School learning to share the practice with their friends wow. at the beginning of the pandemic. Which is important. And their results, Mm -hmm. these junior high students that were sharing the practice with their friends got just as wonderful results as I would have by sharing the practice. Right. And they learn more quickly. Yeah, because you're meeting it they with your can, peers. You're hearing it. You're understanding. And it's their brains of, don't their have brains as much to rework. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of anybody <laughs> over 35. Yes. It takes a little longer. Hold yes. on a minute. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's a practice on, of unlearning and right. getting back to yeah. home plate, which and is self-love and self-worth. Yes. yes. Yep. Right? Yes. Because the inner critic just kind of starts to dial up. Yep. Yeah. At right. a young age. At a young sure. age. Yep. Right? And I'm not good enough. On. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not yep. smart and enough. And social media. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's a whole other bank of its own. Yeah. I have, yeah, like I said, with seven kids, that is, hey, I always say sticks and stones don't break my, or sticks and stones will break my bones, but words won't ever hurt me. Mm. But those words that you can see that are worse. Are worse. They can mm-hmm. constantly see them. They're everywhere for everybody to see. Even if you think they disappear, they don't mm-hmm. because it's already been seen. It's already mm-hmm. been shared. It is what it is. So you've talked about the stages of it. Do you start people when they come in at different stages or do you always start them at, this, at the beginning stage and kind of work their way through all five of them? Yeah. So, so typically what we'll do is we will hold cohorts mm-hmm. all together yep. at the same time. So like groups of 10 to 12 people. Sure make up a cohort yep. and we will start and go through, we actually have like a one-on-one where we really just kind of go through, this yeah. is what THP is and what you can expect going through the six month program. Got it. 
And then when we start with principle number one, mm-hmm. that is a full-on learning session. So nice. there's 45-minute learning sessions yep. for each principle. And then two weeks later, there's what we call a happiness huddle, which is Fun. really, really cool yep. and what most people really love because... Yep. Everybody gets to share what they've been doing as they've been practicing that oh, principle. Fun. So they're growing and they and they're learn from each other. Yep. Everybody's learning from each other. Like Wonderful. you're facilitating, but you're they're learning from each other. Yep. And then you're learning more because you're yeah. learning from them too. It's like, oh, hey, I didn't even think about that that yeah. aspect that could have been brought into yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you do that the whole six months, right? Nice. So yeah. it's like one principle a month. Got it. Session happiness. Huddle. So if people come in, they just start on whatever session they start well, on, or do they start? No, back? we would want to start at fresh. Okay. You start. Got it. You want to start fresh because you they build upon each other. Okay. The nice. I didn't know if they kind of rotated yeah. through. Yeah. It's behavioral health. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. you're you're in these cohorts. Process. You're on this healing journey yep. together, and really kind of what happens in a cohort stays in a cohort. Yeah. Yep. It's a very ends up being very intimate. Yes. Yeah. Um, and people, you know, it's it's magical because it's personal development, it's mm-hmm. leadership development, it's team building mm-hmm. all at the same time. Right. And the the first thing we do is ground people in a definition of happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's this. It's that happiness is our innate ability to locate and cultivate our serenity and our excitement about life Amazing. regardless of outside forces which is true that's mm-hmm. that's a big one the outside forces mm-hmm. so yes mm-hmm. and i would invite your listeners to go to our website now there's a free and confidential happiness and burnout assessment and just explore for yourself mm-hmm. how do you feel and how do you behave when you're not serene and you're not excited. And where would they find that at? Well, where would, well, so experiencehappiness.biz, B-I-Z. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's really, it's right there. Take yeah. the assessment. Things there. And, you know, you you can download your own report. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you on the 16 signs and symptoms of burnout sure. and 12 signs and symptoms of happiness? But I'll just ask you. Yeah. So how do you feel and how do you behave? I'm when you're not serene and you're not excited. When I'm not serene and I'm not excited, I I'm I am busy just like you were, um, having seven kids, obviously going to all their events, everything like that. But I do find it's important to take time for myself, find things that make me happy, winter, summer, whatever that may be. Whether it's hitting golf balls, you get frustrated here at work. We have obviously you have golf courses on our wall. That's my happy place. Um, hitting golf balls out there. If you can't do that, just taking time, having some quiet time driving to and from all the sites that we go to. We met at a networking event last week and I had four that day, so that was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but usually when I'm in the car, it's listening to a podcast or listening to music, but a lot of times lately it's just been turning everything off. So it's, you answered the question beautifully on what you do. Yep. My question is though, how do you feel and how to behave when you're not serene and you're not excited? I'm quiet. I'm kept to myself and just kind of... I let myself unwind, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of tone down a lot more. Mm-hmm. Most people um, that are not serene aren't comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. And when we don't have that excitement about our life, we're yeah. also kind of a little defeated and dejected. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting is when you look at the 16 signs of symptoms of burnout, they burnout's tricky right. because there's 
good stress. I'm excited to go to Ireland and play golf, right? But you have to get everything organized. You got seven kids, your father, you know, all these things. That's good stress, right? And then there's kind of not so good stress, which is like, here we go again. It's always the same situation when we're dealing with this particular thing. We don't seem to kind of get through the hamster wheel, right? And on to something next. But burnout's unique. Burnout has behavioral, emotional, and physical symptoms. And so you, you, the early warning signs is just pure exhaustion. You just like fatigue. Can't, can't do anything. Fatigue can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Also, cynicism doesn't matter what I do, right? And yeah. then that feeling of inefficacy. It's like I'm not getting the result. I might be spinning the wheel, spinning the wheels, yeah. but I'm not getting anywhere. Right. Right. So those are the three early warning signs yeah. of burnout. Right. Um, and no one's talking about this. We go to stress mm-hmm. management classes. Right. Right. Yep. Go for a walk. Do something you love. Yep. But if you tell somebody who's in burnout to go do something you love, yeah, not gonna. They happen. have no energy. Nope. It's There's like I can't no do it. Fuel in the tank. Yep. So um, our wonderful healthcare providers, our wonderful teachers, mm-hmm. you know, the people who kept the wheels on, mm-hmm. our ecosystem yeah. during the last two years, you know, they're in burnout. They have sure. nothing in their tank. Right. So Deanna and I work with leaders such as you to say, how do you fill up the tank? Yep. And it's not more time off. No. Nope. It's give me tools yep. to help me heal. Help me let burnout. it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because burnout is suffering. Yep. Especially with COVID, do you guys notice that mm-hmm. after the, even after the fact that it's hit, people are still working from home trying to manage all the stresses that that brought on, but also all the new stresses because now they have to get back to work or they are working from home. Well, what's interesting, because we're working with the CDC Foundation right now, and it's very interesting to have a client that reports to the Surgeon General. Right. Just, that's, <laughs> just, that's, so you know, okay. every, every week we learn something. Yes. And just last week, the Surgeon General came out with his loneliness advisory. Hmm. He said loneliness is as devastating as a two-pack-a-day smoking habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm since the pandemic, since we've kind that. of, mm-hmm. kind of, um, we've gotten comfortable yeah. kind of being more, um, I'll say internal, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Not as out and yeah. about, right? So he's very concerned about loneliness. Right. But on top of that, um, earlier this year, he put out a healthcare worker burnout advisory to the point that he says if we don't address healthcare worker burnout we will not have a healthcare system in a year and a half which is true if you think about Mm -hmm. it and then the other advisory was youth mental health Mm -hmm. and you touch on this you've got seven children right now and you know it doesn't even matter what the issues are the 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 sad thing is every three minutes somebody under the age of 21 kills themselves right so And it gives me chills just thinking about it because back when you were younger, I was younger, you know it was there, but it's never talked about. It was not something that came ahead. Like, it was all, like... Hush, hush. Yeah, nobody knew suicide was around. Well, they knew it was around, but it was well, never... Well, you kind of knew, you know, about it you know Uncle, Uncle Larry was sitting in the corner not doing so well. Right. But nobody was talking about it. That's He's just, just ill. He's that's just, just sick. That's just Uncle well. Larry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we weren't quite sure why, you know, you know... 
Sally or Sue wasn't doing so well in right. school. Right. Right. But you just kind of, well, you know, it'll, it'll go it's work kind itself out. It's the same out. with addiction. Yeah. Like it just, you yes. don't talk about it or yes. other diseases that are out there that yeah. people exactly. feel shamed by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful because what's so, what's so interesting about burnout, once you understand it, no one's exempt. No. Not and we focus a lot over at, um, about um, engagement, mm-hmm. but even the most highly engaged, right. you know, employees can be at burnout. risk for burnout. Oh, everybody. I got off the plane right. one night. I was, I came back traveling. I don't even know where I was, but probably living in corporate housing. You know, I right. get off the plane and I go to the, I go to the restroom. I look in the mirror and I'm like, I didn't even recognize myself. And I called the um, owner of the business right then, probably at midnight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't plan on quitting. Right. I didn't have a backup I'm plan. Done. I'm like, I'm I got nothing. Yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah, and what's interesting is once you start to recognize it within yourself, you can see it in others. Right. And so that person that's not behaving the way you kind of want them to behave, mm-hmm. you know, they could be there's, a burnout. There's mm-hmm. something going on there. Yeah. And everybody in yeah. their life, myself included, obviously has had the stages of burnout, is there, was there, you know, they've, you've experienced it. It's life. It's but there's a good chance that the people that are on a personal improvement plan yep. are in burnout. Yep. So you talk about the personal improvement plan and you talk about the THP. Tell us a little bit more about those and what people can do and how they can get involved. You said just coming through the front door, getting on your website and being, you know, just be open to it. Just be open to it. But Deanna, why don't you share with them the five principles of happiness? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So principle number one is to be conscious. Mm -hmm. So truly like we, we talk about, you know, really taking breaths, focus on what you're doing and how, you know, just, be conscious right. of what you're doing. Get your head and heart together. Get your head together. and your heart Get them all working together. Yep. Exactly. And then step number two is to, when you know what you're doing, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Really try to figure that out. And and more than, oh, yeah, I'm good. It's, Be in home with it so you understand it. Yes, yeah. yes. So how am, how are you feeling? And often it's that cocktail mix. Like I can right. be feeling both positive things and negative things at the same mm-hmm. time because of what a situation that's going on. Right. So you be conscious, understand how you're feeling, um, co-create what works now. Release control to be empowered. Release, release control to be empowered. See, here we you go. You know me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Don't we'll worry. That. Number three is release control to be empowered. Perfect. Because, you know, you, you understand how you're feeling. And if you're not feeling great about something, you're frustrated. Yeah. It's yep. like, okay, well, what can I do that I'm in charge of? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where release control to be yep. empowered comes in next. That you have control over. Do, what that's do I have control thing. over? Right. Exactly. And what request you have for somebody else? You can yeah, make yeah. request. We can make yeah. requests for right. each yes. other. But yeah. everyone's on their own life path. Right. And yeah. you never know what stage they're at. Which yeah, their life path. Yep. Yes. And to do kind and forwarding requests, right, right? of yourself yeah. and others. Absolutely. So that's that's a being big part. kind to ourselves is really critical. Yeah. This is where you get healthy boundaries too. Mm-hmm. Is you start to really understand if I honor my feelings because my feelings are my guidance system. Yep. 
And there's three of us yep. doing this mm-hmm. conversation today. Sure are. But we're not all having the same experience. No. And you don't know where I'm at. And I don't know where either yeah. of you mm-hmm. are coming into it or anything but like that. But I'm 100% empowered and accountable for my internal state. Right. Which is huge. And knowing those boundaries and knowing what you are this, this, for this. Like when you offered us water, I'm like, water sounds like a really good thing. Yeah. Thank you very and much. And here's your option. But you know yeah. what? Yeah. I had to catch an old... Um, belief that was playing is like, no, I'm good. Nobody needs to do anything right. for me. But I had to catch it mm-hmm. for me to say, yes, I'll take a water. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I do that a lot myself too. No, like, I'll just handle it. I'll get it done. Right. You know. But if you but, really, if you would take okay, that, hold on. Just yep. take that second. Like, water's always good. Yep. Yeah. Or somebody offered, wants to help. I'll take something. Exactly. Hey, one right. less thing off my plate. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then with that release control to be empowered, it's like you're responsible for your own stuff too. Yes. I'm responsible for, for my me. stuff. Mine. Yeah. I'm inviting you to do the same. How about this? Let's meet. Which middle. leads yeah. to yep. principle number four, which is the co-create what works now. Perfect. My favorite one because yes. everything and everyone is always changing. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. So what worked the five world minutes changes, ago? Right. Exactly. What worked last know week may not work today. What tomorrow's going to bring or exactly. what's going to happen when we get out of our yeah, chairs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I find this super helpful at home. Yeah. Always. Absolutely. If anybody who's dealing with more than one person in their household, yep. you need to co-create what works right. out often. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because you we know, know that we're not in control. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have a game plan. Yeah. It's just, all right, let's 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 figure it out. Exactly. Make it work. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, practicing at home and getting those neural pathways working right really helps you to propel it to, you the know. other people, too. Bring it to other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. I really like that one. Yeah. And then the last principle is learn life lessons. Mm-hmm. And this is where Nancy has, has just shared an example of catch yes. your beliefs. Yep. Right? Because we all have beliefs. Right. That are driving the bus of our life. Yeah. Yes, they do. But they don't have to stay that way. Right. We can change those beliefs. We can beliefs. change those. We yeah. have the ability to go, what? Why am I, why am I thinking that way? Mm-hmm. I don't have to have that belief. It's as mm-hmm. simple as recognizing it mm-hmm. and saying, I'm going to change this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And moving forward. It was interesting. I was out to dinner with some friends last night. and I don't even know what. Somebody said something. I think it was something about food. Yep. Somebody th- remarked about some food they liked or what they don't like. And I... And they, they were looking at me for some response. <laughs> and I was, I was going through my beliefs. Mm-hmm. And it was visible to them. It's like, well, you're not responding. Like, I'm checking my biases. Like, I was about to say, I don't like it. But I, was, right. I caught myself to say, now, why don't I like this? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just so funny because I was doing my subconscious work. I'm checking myself. Like, yeah, hold on a minute. Why am I about to say automatically, I don't like this? Mm-hmm. When I'm like, I actually have no idea if I like it or not like right. it. Yeah. It was just a conditioning yep. exactly. right, that I had. And so, you know, when you look at your belief systems, it's transformative because the beautiful thing about our beliefs, it drives our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And it is, our beliefs are both the lens of which we perceive the world mm-hmm. And it's the lens of which we experience the world. Right. What you see and what you feel. And this is why with a lot of things that are going on with the EDI movement, like we actually don't know us as some people white privilege have no idea what it really feels like to be afraid to drive black. Right. Mm-hmm. 
We have no idea. True story. Yeah. You know, but when I have a good friend, she has a, she adopted a a beautiful black boy and he's learning to drive now. And the conversations they are having Mm -hmm. is tremendous. She's white. The mother is white, Mm -hmm. but the child is a, is a black, you know, handsome young man, Mm -hmm. smart too, kind as well. And, and it's tricky for them. Because right. she she actually does not know mm-hmm. how he feels right. as he's learning to drive yeah. as a black man. Mm-hmm. She was she was saying the other day. She said, um, "I was we I was picking her up from the mall, and he we were running late. So I'm like, I'm right outside, just run." And he goes, "I'm not running in a mall." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So I share that as as a really good example yeah. of our our need to to do our own work. What are our beliefs? Mm-hmm. Where are our biases? Um, we do a lot of work around inclusion because um, for us to be inclusive, we have to really check our biases. Right. Sure do. And so if we want inclusive culture, we got to e- equip mm-hmm. people with things like a happiness practice so mm-hmm. you check yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Why am I responding this way? It's like a timeout on yourself. Like, okay, what yeah. am I thinking here? Like, totally. why did that yeah. almost come out in... Total timeout. What was I going to say? Yeah. Yep. And then what happens <laughs> is beliefs show up in family systems, mm-hmm. in work systems, in departments, in teams, and, and, and whatnot. On and on and right. So you can actually use the practice to optimize your team. Yes. You know, and, and whatnot. So we have, we have a friend who, um, he's he's a certified THP facilitator. He's like, I have five degrees, and one of them was is with integrative... Um, and great of something, something from the spirit center of spirituality and healing at the U. Yeah. And he's like, this is the instruction manual for humans that none of us got. <laughs> that we all missed. Yes. <laughs> because when you think about yeah. it is we all know that we feel better when we're conscious. Sure do. Our head and heart working together. We're not ruminating about the past and not worried about the future. Right. We are fully present. We all know what that feels like. Yep. And it feels really good. And we also know what it feels like when we're not conscious. Right. When you ever drive from point A to point B and you mm-hmm. get to point B, like, I have no idea how we got there. And thank God I didn't just have that. Just on Yep. Yeah. I just yep. lost 15 minutes of my life. Yep. Right? Absolutely. And then, you know, principle number two that honor feelings Deanna is talking about is all feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. And those uncomfortable ones could save your life. Sure could. They could get you to the doctor yep. sooner. They could um, get you to stop yep. at the at the. It's like okay, yep. time out. You need to take a break. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Just right. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And they also bring more joy to your life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you know what I'm feeling so good right now. I'm gonna yeah. ride this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, because our feelings are like the weather; they're constantly changing. Right. And the weather could make your feelings change, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of pushback sometimes on using the word happiness. But the, the problem is we don't go around saying, how's your subjective well-being? Right. <laughs> we have, right? Oh, my <laughs> well-being like, kind of sucks today. Yeah, how, yeah, can I, how can I support your subjective well-being? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what can I do to make yourself, self, you know, your subjective be looking well-being at you better? Like, what? <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> so what people have to just understand is it's not like, skipping up and jumping up and down the streets. Oh, right. You know. You it's can, that internal it's happiness. It's internal. Like, it's not a culture either. You guys were kind of explaining that a little bit earlier. So explain, when people think happiness, do they think it's a culture? Do they think it's 
single. Well, what do you think it is? We typically ask, what do you, what do you think happiness is? Happiness is yourself and how you portray yourself and how you carry yourself, what you think about yourself and what others think of you after you deal with yourself. Yeah, I would add, um, what we've learned in the research is happiness is an internal state. Comes from within, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's actually your, your internal kind of I'll say measurement system on right. how well you mm-hmm. are being who you're meant to be right at this moment yep. in your life experience because we're meant to evolve and change yeah. right that's yeah yeah that's the thing. life and I, I love right how you brought up the measurement system too because this this was a big thing for me to get but it's like our feelings are our own data mm-hmm. that's like a computer you don't need to know how I'm feeling all the time you don't need to know how I'm feeling all the time but I you do. need to know though so yeah. that I can operate. Mm-hmm. in a way that supports my happiness and yep. well-being. And what we learned about um, feelings is um, suppressing them doesn't make them go away. Nope. Rather, they sit there as little energy bombs, yep. and they typically yeah. come like out a bomb. in the form yeah. of chronic disease. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Finnish researchers are ahead of us a little bit on this, but they are finding that almost every chronic decision mm-hmm. Um, congestive heart failure, dementia, cancer, yep. rheumatoid arthritis, things like that, can be traced back to the suppression yep. of our feelings. Of mm-hmm. letting them out, right? Yeah. Yep. I agree with Boy, that. Boy, I wish I would have known that years ago. I think everybody Because I, I actually have a chronic disease. Mm-hmm. And I, I fully believe it's because I was not open with my feelings. Right. Well, to even yourself. Yeah, to myself. So, so that's right. the thing. The yeah. thing about for each of the five principles, we give you three steps to practice. They're like physical therapy for the brain. So like principle number one, here's the three yeah. steps. Love to hear them. Three times a day. Yeah. Like set your timer on your phone. Just a little thing that's like, you know. Mine's big. probably setting as we talk and, right now. I just wanted to be on the great. Right. right. And, 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 and at odd times, like, you know, 7 to in the morning and to 12 in the afternoon. And yeah. you want to just odd times, Random. right? Yeah. yeah. And when you hear it, just say, okay, I'm going to do these three steps. So the three steps for being conscious are this. Take a breath. Mm-hmm. Locate what you're doing. Yeah. And identify how you're feeling. Got it. Just doing that connects your head and your heart. Mm-hmm. You don't have to judge how you're feeling. You don't have to name your feelings. It's just about understanding that you're Putting a human being. Right? And it's okay you're to a feel human that way. being, not a human doing. Yep. And so as you're going about your day doing things, you are feeling things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just getting your head and heart connected is right. life-saving. Absolutely. Quite frankly. I have a friend, kind of a short little story, kind of tying into what you said, but... Her daughter lost her baby, and she's a mother, and it's your daughter and your daughter's baby. Mm-hmm. So she kept her feelings in. She ended mm-hmm. up having cancer, which led to a heart attack almost a week after her daughter lost her baby. Oh, my. And they're saying that it's all kind of ties back to the heartbreak because mm-hmm. it was never released. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of one of those that mm-hmm. amazing how it works. Sad but reality. Yeah. Real or example. someone dying after so their spouse sorry. or significant yeah. other dies. Like yes. it's yeah, it, you yeah. can die of heartache, yeah. or you, you just gotta deal with it. So right? we have to be able to to recognize and locate our feelings. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. for ourselves for sure. mm-hmm. and set those boundaries. I mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. that's important, and that's one I've learned mm-hmm. in the last 
probably more so in the last year is just setting those personal boundaries and doing what's what's best for me. Right, and you exactly. and you start to you know what's so great about the practice is over time as you practice it, it's a life practice. Right. Oh and yeah. You, you you practice it at home. You practice it. Why you're you probably why don't you're even know you're practicing it anymore, right? Right? Yep. right. You'll practice it when you're playing golf. You'll yep. you'll oh, notice yes. in your golf game yep. that you can use the practice. Yeah. Right? Are you fully conscious? Time. Are you Take on a deep re- breath, right? step back, All these reset, things, yep. right? refocus. Swing right. easy. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, quite frankly, what you know, my friend and business partner and I had to do is we had to take the mystery out of it. It's like I was reading all the self-help books and I wasn't getting it. So so the happiness practice takes the mystery out of how you be conscious, honor feelings, release control, co-create what works, and evolve at the level of belief. Yeah. Um, Because there's two core um, root beliefs that we are all trying to extinguish um, on on our life journey. And one is I'm not loved and the other is I'm not good enough. And if we're operating operating from the root belief of I'm not love, we tend to compromise our own well-being mm-hmm. to seek approval from others. Absolutely. And when we're operating from the root belief of I'm not good enough, we tend to put other people down yep. in order to feel temporarily yep. good. Bring someone else and down. And no one's exempt. There's right. no human mm-hmm. on the planet that isn't working through the life lessons to extinguish those two beliefs and get to... The, the truth of who we all are, which is grounded in self-love and self-worth. Mm-hmm. It's important, and it's great for not just myself to hear it, with all the stuff going on in my life, everybody else's life, but our viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great to incorporate, we've talked about down the road, to incorporating viewers to have responses, letting them, you know, tag on and ask questions and kind of be part of, part of the question and answer and just kind of being here. But when you talk about really getting down deep core into your soul and finding out what works for you and what resets you and refocuses you and just the three common beliefs that you said, those are important. I don't, doesn't matter who you are. So it's great to share that. Mm-hmm. Where can people find you at when you say they yeah. can come through your doors? Where are you guys located? So we're virtual. Nice. Uh, we were virtual before the pandemic because Finland called us. Yes. And so, <laughs> um, uh, so really just come to our online. website. Yep. Yeah. Experience happiness all strung together. Mm-hmm. Biz. Yep. Um, you can also find me at Nancy yep. at experiencehappiness.biz. And really, I'll you just, just give me a just reach out to me, and we'll have a conversation. We're bringing it to church communities. We're bringing it to camps. We're bringing it into organizations of all industries. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere where there are people. Support who, groups. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yo, share yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. So we're working with the scleroderma. Um, foundation, National Scleroderma Foundation. Yep. That's the chronic disease that I have. Yep. And um, so we're we're working to incorporate it into our support groups. Wonderful. To because when you get the news of a chronic disease of yeah. any kind, it's devastating. Oh, it is absolutely for yourself. You don't know how to handle exactly. it exactly, and then you start like, as my father's got chronic illnesses. He worries about how everybody else is going to handle it, not mm-hmm. so much yourself. So you mm-hmm. tuck those feelings in for yourself, and then the stress comes out of, like, what's my wife going to do? Stress what's comes out kids wonky. Do? Every, yep, yeah. you never know how different people deal with it. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly. huge. Exactly. And there are a lot of support mm-hmm. groups out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think we tossed around some ideas. We can edit We can edit this yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, it could be interesting if... if 
you and yeah. your colleagues here want to go through the practice and invite the readers mm -hmm. in along the way. Absolutely, that would be fun. Oh, to that do would for be sure. cool. Yeah, yep. That's a really cool idea. That would be great to do. I'll talk to a couple of the owners that aren't obviously mm -hmm. here right now, but it would be great to just take the practice. I mean, your values well. are like kindness. Your values are in alignment mm -hmm. with what, yeah. what happiness mm -hmm. for sure you know, is. And we mm -hmm. like to. I mean, as a company too, we like to promote happiness. I mean that. It's one of the things you see when you go into businesses, obviously, all the white spaces and people just working and doing their grind and very monotonous. You can feel that walking in here yeah. and just meeting everybody. Yeah. I mean, we all, for the, the language part, that everybody's We sharing. get along, we're a team, we're yeah. happy. We try to bring that out to other people. No matter what you do in your life, making a difference in people's life mm -hmm. is huge. I mean, we started off when we started with the window film business. There are a lot of people out there that have XP. For the viewers or yourself, if you don't know what that is, it's it's a reaction to the skin. When the sun hits or you're breathing, mm -hmm. your immune system shuts down, you could die from being out in the sun. Mm -hmm. There's kids, there's adults, there's a lot of people in there. Um, the U of M and 3M have reached out to us and had some patients that have had it and say, hey, how can we help? Can we go to the schools? Can we go to their homes? Can we help with their cars? Wow. Block those UV rays because... That's fantastic. Yeah, that's fantastic. We had a little story, a little guy, a cute, cutest little guy come in here. His name was Jackson. You guys can see it on YouTube and all our other social media, but he came in almost like a spacesuit. Just mm. happy as happy could be. Didn't know the difference. They're young, they're kids. Mm -hmm. And just being able to go and help make a difference in his life. Nonetheless, mm -hmm. everybody else that has it, mm -hmm. um, it's one of those things that small things like that or putting images on walls, on cars, you know, just mm -hmm. letting people... When you spend 90% of your time working, whether it's in an office or where you're at, why not do something to make it brighter, just more it's enjoyable? It's or... environmental part of the culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And I would also suggest that one of the most interesting things about the happiness practice is you get really curious about your internal state all right. the time. And so then then work just becomes a classroom mm -hmm. for you to practice. You're constantly you checking being, yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it takes on a whole new meaning. And you yeah. shift from being a human doing to a human being. And you realize that whether you're cooking dinner or taking the kids to a soccer game or working on a proposal or doing a podcast, it's actually all it, all it is is opportunities for me to practice right. being the best human I can be yep. in that moment. Yep. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You just you just kind of bring it back in, right. pull it back in. Right. And the nice thing about any time we shift at the level of belief, we and um, it's the quantum physics of it. Like we're, we're when we shift the wave, the particles naturally shift. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if mommy ain't happy, nobody's happy. Right. Right. And yep. so. When you start living from a place of authentic inside-out happiness and yep. using the practice, other people just pick it up and they come along right on. They're the, just going to be taking on yeah. the feeling. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It feels better. Yeah. It's it not just feels better. Let's, go, let's yep. get things done. Exactly. Yep. It yep. just feels better. Yeah. Wonderful. So you guys have kids of your own, and they're grown up. Have they done the practice, or they just see it from you and kind of can carry it and incorporate it in? Or how, how has that worked? Do they know the lessons and all the stages and everything like that? And Well, we have five children, okay. and a couple of them have mm -hmm. been through the practice. Nice. Well, and I'm sure just having you in it, too, helps yes. because... Yes. 
you can share it with them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, my kids were 15 and 16 when I embarked in this journey, and now they're, you know, 30, 32, yeah. whatever they are. And what's fun is they now have the awareness of my shifts. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, I do a lot of podcasts, I do yeah. a lot of speaking and whatnot. So they're very aware that I was suicidal back then. Yep. Right. Yeah, and so they, they can see how the practice helped me, first of all, stay alive. Yep. And thrive. Number one superpower, because she's my mom. Right. She's my superhero, yes. because we've yes. seen her come right. from there all the way up. And right. then yeah. now what will happen is like, <laughs> Mom, I'm here with my friend Joey, and he needs the practice right now. So then he's like, <laughs> teach it to share it with anybody but no. you know mom you know right. I got somebody yeah that, I know it enough yeah. but I'm not going to do it because exactly. you're my friend but here's somebody that <laughs> knows it yes. exactly yeah yes. and it's funny how kids do that even with driving down the road with graphic signs like hey mom they could use some window filmer that's yeah. fine it's so long, true you it's... just they start to pick up on the little uh-huh. things uh-huh. and they're like your own little I don't want to say salesperson but they'll carry on what you carry on so yeah. what you say you'll notice one of their kids will start to pick it up or their friends will be like hey you know she's She's doing this, and there's a sign over there, and they'll send yeah. me a picture. I'll be like, yeah. all right, so that's passed from four people, so it's working, you know? It's just the yeah. little thing, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. But it, it has been really fun for me and my learning, and obviously I think it's, it's a journey. Yes. You, continue, you continually Absolutely. learn and grow in this. Yeah. But my kids, like, have so noticed. Right. You and know? they've seen the shift, too. They've probably. seen that shift. Yep. Exactly. The good thing with kids, too, is they can pick up, like, if you're starting to slip down that slope again, they can be like, hey, I'll just put you in check they quicker than anyone. Oh, yeah, no, hey, mom, like, oh, they would have go. no problem <laughs> down that track. Exactly. Mom, you could use your practice right now. <laughs> yep, yep. I could see that for sure. Hey, Mom, put yourself in check. Just take time out. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have learned to ask for a do-over. I'm like, okay, hang on. Like, mom, why are you doing? I did I things the way my yeah. mother would have. That was just the way my mother would have done. Yeah, something. I want to do over. We kind of get a yeah. do over, right. and we just yeah. kind of go back. I need help, please. Hold on. Exactly. Well, so, and that's okay because you can catch yourself. Oh, right. And, and it's okay to correct yourself yeah. in front of them because they're knowing that yeah. you're doing it to improve yeah, yourself. Exactly. So, so what, what I think has been really fun for me too is in the last year probably as we've been doing this mm-hmm. one of the things that I've become more aware of that is a part of forming who we are yep. is generational trauma for sure yeah that's a big one and my kids mm-hmm. are so wanting to fix that mm-hmm. and move forward break it's like that. we want to break yep. this generational trauma happiness uh-huh. practice is a way to start breaking that trauma. Breaking the cycle, breaking, breaking the trauma. Breaking the cycle. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you might not need some official therapy. So we're very clear. Yeah. If, some, what, if somebody needs or is engaged mm-hmm. in professional yes. therapy, yes. But Dr. Corey Keyes, he's the guy that does a lot of work on flourishing. He mm-hmm. says something really nice. He's got this little model. And he's like, there's too much mental illness, but not enough mental health. Right. And he's like, no matter where you are on the spectrum. And yeah. he's interesting because he'll, when he's presenting, he was in town a couple of years ago. And he, I, we got to spend a day with him. And he'll say, he goes, I have PTSD, I have anxiety, and something else. Mm-hmm. And I don't, 
I don't take my medication when I'm presenting because I want you to see it. Yep, see it and feel it, so you understand. He actually ran off the stage at one point. Hmm. Yep. And who knows? I mean, who knows why? Or who knows why? And he came back. Where he's at. Maybe yeah. forty-five yeah. minutes later, he goes, "I I just had a full-blown anxiety attack." Yep. So I went and did that. Um, so interesting, right? Right. Yeah. Very interesting. But what I think is so great about the practice is that it's um, grounded in self-love, self-worth, mm-hmm. which we are all deserving of Absolutely. and meant to get to. Yes. Um, and it allows us to be more kind to ourselves and others. Yep. You which know, is we're important. just mm-hmm. we're just these human. We're just we're Neanderthals. Yep. We're not that far from knuckle dragging. Mm-hmm. Nope, you not know. at all. We're, you can we're still, still look on the stage and you're like, wow, still, I look a lot like. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, and so you know, and the beautiful thing about happiness, I mean, everybody wants to be happy, right? But mm-hmm. what it is for you, and what it is for it's you, different and what for it is everybody, for me, right? And it changes daily. Yep, mm-hmm. sure does. Right, where I was a year ago to where I am today, like and the where same you are now, story pop up or the kids say something, "Hey, mom," I'm like, "Oh, yeah. it seems like forever ago," but it yeah. wasn't. It was just yeah. a year ago, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so you've you've been so generous. Yeah, yeah. thank I, you. I really appreciate you guys coming in and kind of hearing a little more about the practice and. For all our viewers, hopefully they'll get online and take the self-assessment and see where they're at and just kind of, if anything, if they don't go to your website, which is? ExperienceHappiness.biz. B-I-Z. Yep. Then they'll at least learn something and take it from here. You know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's about helping. It's about giving. It's about being Mm -hmm. out there and letting people know that there are people out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's also, I'll just say, if we want a better world, Mm -hmm. It first starts with us. Right. So when we do the work to create a peaceful, calm, loving state internally, yep. that's the gift we actually give to the world. Amazing. Yep, mm-hmm. it is. When you think about it, I mean, whether it's kids, having you guys on the show, it's just the little things throughout the day, but it all comes down to yourself and where you're at and... Who knows where that'll be on the roller coaster of life, but it's always being able to kind of come back to it and connect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you yeah. guys both coming in. Thank you for appreciate the opportunity. You. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. It was great to have you guys.